All right, guys, I'm putting out this message in the beginning of the podcast. This is the free version of Wrong Opinion. I only post about the first 10 minutes or so, which you'll be hearing in a second. But to hear the whole podcast or even watch the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash wrongop to subscribe. Every subscription helps a ton. I just had a kid, a baby boy. And uh, yeah, on that note, here's the podcast. Sous aucun prétexte, je ne veux avoir de réflexe malheureux. Il faut que tu m'expliques un peu mieux. Comment te dire adieu? We created a flu that sparked the demand for a vaccine that doesn't work. How much evil do you have to do to do good? People are driven by the need to know what happens next. Do you want to know what happens next? I knew it. You created a panic and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, no, no. De demanding it with all the entitlement of a first world country. Yes. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to you, undetectable virus or not. You've all been very busy. You're all very sharp. Are you sure none of you would like to come and work for me? No? Better than dying a terrible, violent death. Then understand this. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait. This virus is not deadly. It looks pretty damn deadly. Tell me this. What have you done today? earn your place in this crowded world exactly everything i do is a cure for our current situation but how's it a cure if you're killing people i told you it does not kill that was the amazing epiphany we had we didn't have to kill to accomplish our goal which is what Stop human reproduction for three generations. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is Wrong Opinion. That was from probably a shitty movie called Utopia that came out a year ago. Predictive programming is a very interesting thing. It's funny because sometimes, you know, I'll, I'm in Los Angeles, and trust me when I tell you, 99% of the people that work here in the film industry are liberals. So it's funny when they sometimes tell the truth by accident. And it's funny that we can look at a movie like that and in hindsight and be like, yeah, it's only in the movies. They would never do that in real life, but they do. And the, the, the proof is everywhere. The proof is all around us. And they lie to our face every night on the news, on the entertainment sh uh, talk, show, talk shows with the hosts and stuff. And I'm going to go into that in a little bit because the talk show hosts are at it again. And I got to talk about John Oliver. I got to talk about Trevor Noah and Jimmy Kimmel. These are people who on their own in a merit-based system wouldn't succeed. These are people who are not really impressive, who are not funny. They maybe used to be funny, not really anymore. And they're just on TV because they're puppets for the for the overlords, for, for the globalist over, overlords. Sometimes I can't say words for some reason. And and uh, and then you look at someone like Joe Rogan, who I have my own issues with Joe Rogan. Someone put out a tweet the other day that was pretty interesting. It said, 
Joe Rogan, all all muscle, no spine. I almost fucked that one up. And and that's very true because he buckles under pressure very quickly. And it seems like he cares about his contract with Spotify more than telling the truth or putting out an interesting show, which if you look at the numbers, the numbers... <laughs> I just burped. <laughs> Do I edit that out? Do I edit that out? I don't know. Let's see. So the numbers of Joe Rogan's show have plummeted. And and uh, it's because he kind of... He kind of steered away from what got him there. You bring interesting people because you want to bring in interesting people on. I get a lot of requests on this show like, oh, you should interview so-and-so. Or you should inter- in- interview this other person. And it's like, yeah, I mean, those people are probably cool and all. But I have to be genuinely interested in the person I'm interviewing. Which brings to mind, I'm going to interview Wurzel Root again tomorrow. His TikTok has exploded. His online presence, especially with the Gen Zers, has exploded. So I have to be interested in the person I'm talking to. Kind of like the topics I cover. The episode I did on Tuesday, which was all, all of it. The whole episode was one subject. It was adults who like to go to Disney. And it was the perfect time to talk about that because Disney reopened last Friday. And it was it was pretty big news. And, and all these people flocked to Disney. And, and you just watch that and you're like, man, that's weird. All these people uh, are, are products of divorce. They're products of not having a masculine figure in their life, whether male or female. These people are broken people. And they've latched onto this giant corporation to craft an identity for themselves. And these are the same people who these people have the right to vote like you do which actually i did mention in that episode that i think certain people shouldn't be allowed to vote and i want to kind of expound on that very quickly before i get back to the predictive programming that we're experiencing uh like that movie utopia it's it's just amazing so someone uh someone i follow on twitter tweeted something about the vaccine people being caught in a trap he said they're legitimately afraid of the virus so they wear their masks and obey the rules and then so on and so on. He It was a pretty good tweet. But when he, he wrote about obeying the rules, uh, I, I basically repeated what I said on the Disney episode, which, by the way, guys, like that episode is is. It's one of those rare episodes where it's just one subject. And again, you know, I'll get people saying, oh, you should cover this. You should cover that. And I have to be inspired by it like that episode a lot of people are saying was one of the best ones I've done and it and no one told me to do it so you know like I have this normal episode today I had that Disney one a couple days ago I have the interview with Wurzel Root tomorrow I have a live show on censored.tv this Saturday and then Sunday I have an interview uh, not an interview I'm, I'm part of a panel of other people on Eliza Elijah Schaefer's show slightly offensive so this is a pretty busy week and I like I like the how eclectic it is, you know, interview, normal episode, uh, all Disney episode. And uh, look, by the way, I, you know, send me suggestions. If you have a suggestion for someone I should interview, still send it to me. I, I don't get mad about that. If you have a topic you want me to cover, send me suggestions. I do like that. So with regards to something I said in the Disney episode uh, about who should vote in. Oh, no, actually, this is not about who should vote. This is about people who. Sorry. That, that was some, something else I tweeted. Um, this is about the people who follow rules. And, and let me just read it to you. 
So I said, I think it's also about obeying the rules. It's the adolescent mind that thrives off rule following. Typically, when people grow up, they start to question authority and disobey pointless, bureaucratic, and idiotic rules. Our society has been flooded by generations of people who are products of divorce. They were robbed of a stable childhood, thus never grew up. So that is part of the problem with those people in Disney. It's, it's um, they need structure. So they go, to, they, they, they latch on to Disney. They need structure, so they latch on to um, they they latch on to a certain politician or political party. They don't really have any convictions. They don't really believe in anything, but they they do inherently. Humans need to believe something that is bigger than themselves. And you know what? Disney is bigger than themselves. What people used to do is believe in religion um, and have have some sort of moral guidance. If you're getting moral guidance from Disney, then you're very in trouble. It's, but it's the same. When I say Disney, I mean a corporate entity, a politician, a political party. It has to be bigger than that. It has to go further than that. And a lot of people don't do that. To expound on that even further, that people don't really um, have convictions anymore. They don't really um, believe, like men especially, don't have any honor anymore. Uh, they're, they're not, there's no, there's, there's no such thing as heroism anymore. And, and it's, it's been kind of, um, replaced with, uh, a fake version of that. And what I mean by that is if you look at who uses the words like, and I mentioned this on that last episode as well, uh, adventure or journey or a hero, like you're a hero for beating cancer. No. Or you're brave for beating cancer. No, you're not brave for beating cancer. Like, these words have been cheapened. And that's not to say that if someone survived cancer, they're, they're you, know, you know, I'm taking that away from them. But we have to use words properly, and we're not really doing that anymore. It's kind of like how genius is thrown around. So don't call me a genius. I'm not one. I actually don't think I, I'm definitely not one. I'm just curious, and most people aren't curious anymore. Most people will just do what they're supposed to do. So I do need to talk about uh, that first clip, the Utopia movie. You know, people think, oh, that is fake. That is fake. No, it's not. This is We're living that. 